0: Hello? All of humanity should gather as one. Hello? Well, meanwhile, let's get... We, we really have to get through this it's time. Really. Keep trying. <laughs> yeah, that's better. I think that's better. I thought I'd lost you for a moment. It's not as easy as you might think, broadcasting back to 2022 from 100 years in the future. But we're here with possibly the most important message of all. So we saved it for last. This is Climate Solutions 2122, coming to you from 100 years in the future, with the solutions to climate change that are only just starting to appear in your time. Subscribe to Climate Solutions 2122 so you don't miss anything. On today's episode, energy. How to make everything run without ruining everything. You're living in 2022. You've heard of renewable energy, that's energy from wind or the sun or some other source that doesn't result in carbon emissions as fossil fuels do. So how will the energy sector change in the decades ahead of you? Do You just need to build the same kind of renewable energy technologies, but much, much more of it, lots of wind farms say. Or are there entirely new technologies in the renewable sector coming down the line? The bottom line, which we've mentioned before, is that you need to electrify the economy. There's the technology to get moving on this right now in your time. There are electric vehicles, there's electric heating and heat pumps. There is hydrogen. You need to do all this in the extreme. You have to build as much renewable energy capacity as possible. The bulk of that is solar energy and onshore and offshore wind. To halt climate change, you're going to have to build everything that's possible. Before long, there'll be rooftop solar panels on every building. Because people object to onshore wind, they don't like the giant turbines in their backyard, you'll have to build a lot of offshore wind farms. That also generates more electricity more constantly because of the wind out on the sea. It will dwarf anything you've seen so far. These technologies already exist. The revolution will be in making them more efficient and cheaper. Look what's happened in solar power over the last decade. Between 2010 and 2020, the cost of solar panels dropped 93%. In future, you'll see photovoltaic capabilities integrated into the building itself so that the window shades, for example, generate electricity when the sun shines on them. As these technologies develop, they're going to become cheaper and widespread. And there are some new technologies being developed, even in your time. One of the most important is floating offshore wind turbines. The European Investment Bank has financed the development of floating wind turbines off the coast of Portugal. Why is that important? Offshore wind farms are usually fixed to the bottom of the sea. Now that works well in the North Sea off the coast of Britain, Belgium, the Netherlands, because the North Sea is shallow. But offshore wind turbines that stand on the bottom of the sea are limited to depths of 60 meters. Now, floating offshore wind turbines don't stand on the sea bottom. They're anchored to it, so they can be further out at sea. They can be bigger, generate even more power. They can also be assembled in a harbor and floated out, which is simpler in terms of the engineering. This technology is a game changer. A big component of how energy is going to be used is energy efficiency. It's so important. We have an entire episode on that. Go and check it out. It's episode two of Climate Solutions 2122. I won't go into the subject here because we've got a lot to cover in this episode. And you can, well, you can save energy by listening to the energy efficiency episode separately. Let's turn to another subject we've discussed here and there throughout this series. Hydrogen. It has a big role to play in hard to decarbonize sectors such as air travel. We looked at that subject the first time I talked to you because we know you all want to save humanity, but you also want to continue to jet around the world for fun vacations. The key with hydrogen is price. It's been possible to make hydrogen for a century, even before 2022, but it's expensive. In your day, there are new technologies coming along that make it cheaper. Renewable hydrogen, that's hydrogen produced with renewable power, has the advantage that you can ship it from place to place and you can store it. This is an opportunity for regions of the planet like North Africa, the Middle East and South America where you have vast amount of land with great conditions for renewable energy and sufficient water resources. In other words, lots of wind, lots of sun. Those countries will produce electricity from renewable sources and use it to make hydrogen. Then they can ship it to Europe, which has less wind and a lot less sun. Hydrogen then gets used in industries like chemical manufacturing, the steel industry, and aviation. The production of hydrogen is one way in which the transition to renewable energy can work for developing countries. But there's still a great need for investment in Asia and Africa. How can you in Europe contribute to the transition in developing countries? By showing that a continent, in this case Europe, can decarbonize without endangering its economic success. In developing countries, there are some specific innovations that will be very significant. One is mini grids. That's where the electricity is generated on a small scale and distributed locally rather than hooking up to a big national grid. You can see how this is going to work in remote areas of Africa. Which brings us to the question of how the renewable energy that you generate with your floating wind farms is distributed, namely through energy networks. These networks will have lots of batteries for the management of electricity supply on a national grid. That grid will be fed by new technologies that are being worked on in your day, such as small nuclear plants and fusion energy. That's the opposite of what you know of as the current nuclear energy, because instead of splitting the atom, fusion creates energy from atoms by combining them together. Its beauty is that it doesn't create any nasty and long-lived radioactive waste. And small nuclear plants, which are generally referred to as small modular reactors, are more affordable than big reactors. There are 70 of them under development around the world, even as you listen to this. Five are actually operating in India, China and Russia. Even in Europe, you'll see digital solutions taking over and helping to manage the millions of distributed generation plants and consumption appliances. It's starting already with what experts call a virtual power plant. It's not actually a power plant as you know it, it's a combination of many small users and connected electricity generators bundled together by software. It exists in the cloud, switching from one source of electricity to another based on the conditions for production. It's already underway in your day on a small scale in Germany. Don't be surprised when it spreads like the use of internet and mobile phones have in the past. Some people have called it the internet of energy. We've talked a lot about innovations in our broadcast, so it's appropriate that we end with a term like the Internet of Energy. When it comes to climate change, a lot of people in 2022 are like German vegetarians. They fear the worst. Sorry, our jokes haven't got better over the last hundred years, even if our climate innovations have improved. But you have to be optimistic. That's one of the reasons I'm talking to you from a century into the future, so that you'll feel inspired and put all your effort into making the transition happen. You've made tremendous progress on the political level to put targets in place for cutting carbon emissions and investing in green technology. Things are happening. Offshore wind is going well. You're going to make it. You have to stay focused. Make sure your friends listen to our climate solutions so that they'll understand the kinds of innovations that are coming their way. And though we've talked a lot about the innovative technologies that are going to make all this happen, I'll leave you with a reminder that new technology won't be the only thing that beats climate change. It's also going to take some behavioral changes from people like you. You'll need to think about your own emissions and cut them back by working with the new technologies we've detailed in these calls. That you are just as much a part of the battle against climate change as the scientists, engineers, financiers, and politicians involved in the innovations I've been telling you about. Remember that, and you'll make it. Humanity will make it. <laughs> Subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all the other big podcast platforms. So, thanks for sharing, and thanks for listening to Climate Solutions 2122 from the European Investment Bank. Well, that went well. Are we going back to 1973 now to stop the oil shock? What? What do you mean they didn't have podcasts in 1973? How are we going to warn them? Well, okay, I suppose that makes these climate innovations even more important. How about the stock market crash in 1929? No podcasts? No, that's a shame.